During COVID, I had a series of hardships that landed me facing homelessness. I was about 230 pounds, very, very unhealthy physically, as well as mentally. Very, very first piece that you absolutely have to do is you have to take accountability. And one of my dreams is to have a female rock cover band. Influencer Insight shares the battles, stories, success of the models, influencers, and entrepreneurs as they find the balance of being influential leaders today while creating long-lasting impact for the future. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another session of Influencer Insights, where I have Jessica Reed from kind of the Seattle area. Yeah. So welcome, Jessica. It's good to have you on the show, and we appreciate you taking your time out of your week. So tell us a little bit about yourself as we get going here. So. Well, thank you. I appreciate you um, having me on. So again, yes, my name is Jessica Reed. I am in the Seattle, Washington area in the good US of A. And I am an amateur model, also a licensed esthetician, makeup artist, dancer, vocalist, and certified personal trainer. (laughs) Nice. So I've got a little bit of everything going on. Well-rounded, very busy. and Yes. Lots of experience, I'm sure, to bring into some of the modeling things that you do as well, right? So it's amazing how they all tie together. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You mentioned that you're kind of uh, new to the modeling world. So maybe tell us what inspired the thought, why you got going on that, and how that's going. Yeah. So the modeling was uh, a part of my personal development journey, actually. Cool. Um, cool. I didn't get into it for any other reason than to celebrate the progress that I've made. On myself so far. So I'll tell a little bit about my story. Please. I was um, a very different person a couple of years ago. I was about 230 pounds, very, very unhealthy uh, physically as well as mentally. And it reflected, you know, on the outside. And I did a lot of soul searching and had some hardships come up that really pointed me in the direction that I wanted to go, that I needed to go. And I started working on myself. And in the middle of it, I decided, hmm, there are some things that I've always wanted to do. And modeling is one of them. Why don't I try that out? So that's what brought me into modeling. Uh, What keeps me in modeling is just my love for the art of doing it. It's something that I have found that really, it's really a creative, expressive outlet for me. It's something that I do well. It's something that I love to do. And it's brought me a lot of amazing connections with amazing um, creatives in my area. So all good, wonderful things have come from it. It's always amazing to me in the kind of the modeling world, you get into it and you don't really know how many people are doing photography or doing it or whatever but all of a sudden you re-beat all these people and you're like wow there's a lot of people that just love to create too right and and what a great way to build yourself absolutely yes and it's a great way to meet different people gain different connections and um, see different expressions of art that's been my favorite is just seeing how different photographers work and the the art that comes out of that sure how did you get connected for like diving into modeling you're like i'm gonna go do this great Where do I start? How did you get into that? Yeah. So I have a fun story. Um, One of my roommates um, that I lived with after a period of getting to know her, I found out that she was a model and I was, I was like, wow, how did you get into that? I picked her brain and she told me um, how she got into it, how she, she just basically 
hooked into a local group of, you know, creatives, models, photographers, and just asked, you know, hey, can people, you know, help me build my portfolio? Are you willing to work with me? Mm -hmm. And that's how she got her start. So I did exactly that. I got on and just put myself out there. And I was amazed about the response that I got. It was definitely a good confidence boost and builder for me because, you know, being absolutely brand new, Mm -hmm. you have all of these preconceptions of Mm -hmm. what may happen. Mm -hmm. And it's really amazing how life can surprise you if you just put yourself out there. So that's what I did. And I got a lot of positive responses. I met a lot of amazing people doing that. What was kind of the first shoot that you did? Was it something fun or was it pretty low key or? Oh, my first shoot was, um, I didn't know what to expect. (laughs) I just brought a a couple of jackets. I had an all black outfit and I I brought a couple of jackets to just change. And one of the local photographers just walked me around downtown Tacoma and I had no idea what I was doing, but I just, I went with it. It was a really great learning experience because that was the deciding point for me where I go, okay, I want to learn more. I want to actually know what I'm doing when I'm posing and, and how, you know, I need to move and how the different shots are going to come together. And that's what interested me in actually learning the basics of photography as well to get that really solid understanding. Sure. Kind of around everybody's position, no matter where you are in the, have you worked with anybody to develop yourself since, or have you watched lots of videos on how to do posing and stuff like that? How did you kind of start to develop that into things too? Yeah. So um, obviously YouTube and the internet is a great resource. Beautiful place. Uh, (laughs) There's so much information. It can get so overwhelming. Um, What I decided to do on my shoots is to pick photographers brains and ask them, where do you like your best content? What has worked for Mm. you? And I really, really just wanted to go into it as a learning tool, a learning lesson. I always intently listened to my photographers and to the other models. If I did open shoots and there were other models, I would just ask and see what they would come up with and then go from there. And I got a lot of amazing content uh, for free by doing that. Nice. Kind of the Um, principle of being the sponge, right? Just absorbing as much as you possibly can can get in there. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I think the best way to learn is by people that are doing it and being successful themselves in it. Yes. And um, there's always something that you can learn from somebody. 100%. So, totally. Yeah. Do you have any, like, when you're working with other models or the photographers, did you have this, like, epiphany about certain things at some point where you're like, man, that's, oh, I never knew I wasn't doing that. Or maybe it's a self awareness thing. Did you have any of those? Oh, yes. There were times. Um, where I would check myself because I, you become more aware of your habits. You become sure. more aware of your posing and your positioning and your movements right. and things like that. Why am I so um, crooked? Yeah. It's one of those or, things, right? Or why, for me, it was, I was very stiff. I was very, okay. very stiff when I yeah. first started. And, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, being a dancer, that does help in the movement. Oh, right. But I just wasn't used to doing it in front of a camera. So I needed to, you know, make that decision in my mind like okay there's a camera in front of you but you still need to act and feel natural loosen up a little bit (laughs) yeah so um with each shoot that i would do there was always a different lesson there was always a different theme there was always a different progression of okay 
yeah. I should do more of this. I should stop doing this. So okay. um, each photographer would help point out those things to me too. Right. And it's just a matter of listening and retaining that information and then using it to be better on the next shoot. Yeah. That's all you can do, right? Is just take it and apply it, right? So exactly. Cool. Yes. Do you have, uh, I know the stiffness thing is something that a lot of people kind of struggle with, especially in the beginning when they're starting out. Hey, models. Thanks for tuning in today. Hope that you're enjoying the episode. It's Ben here. I just wanted to invite you to the Influencer and Model Support Group on Facebook, where we've got a great growing community of people looking to help support, share tips and tricks on how to grow, become, and develop as a model. So go on Facebook. Type in the search influencer and model support group and you'll find us. Click join, you'll be added in, and you're gonna find a great community of people to support you in your but journey. A lot of that's almost more mental than it is physical, right? Because your brain just tells yourself to lock up, right? So where yes. where do you go in your mind to get into it? Great question. So one thing that really, really helped me was learning posing. Mm. Actually, what I should be doing or what right. I could be doing, as opposed to Oh, what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> How do I move? <laughs> Having that kind of mental just pause of like, okay, they're they're expecting me to do something now. I need I need to move. Yeah. I need to pose. But I think for me, it's it's a difficult thing to explain, but you have a certain place that you go to. Um, and this is true for all performers and whatever creative outlet you have, whether it's yes. music, acting, um, you know, performing arts, that kind of thing, you have a certain mental mindset that you go into where it's, it's like, I've heard photographers say, oh, you're in model mode now. And it's just, it's something that takes over. It's something that develops over time for me, especially. And so that's why it was super important for me to just go out there and do it and gain the right. exposure and the experience. Yep. But yeah, for me, it's just I get into this mental meditative state of, okay, I'm on now. And so I need to be doing the modeling things. Now. Sure, sure. So. Do you think that because uh, some of your other careers in life, dancing or uh, personal training and stuff like that, do you, do you think that those things, because you've done them longer than modeling, I, I'm assuming, right? Yes. So yes. some of those skills you've been able to bring into the modeling aspect that way and the the mental side of things or absolutely and it's very much connected to that mentality that mindset piece okay. um, a lot of the arts and a lot of fitness is mental sure you have to be able to do it in your mind before you can actually do it in right. your physical body right and that was very helpful for me um, just being aware of myself my body where i was at spatially with you know, the spaces around me, especially when you're on it, like an outdoor shoot, things like that. Yes. Um, those all connect together. And all of those have been trained in all of the different aspects that I've basically been doing a lot of my life. Yeah. So it's, it's all connected and it's all helpful. Good. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to risk saying this, but the world's not as complicated as sometimes we make it out to be right. But it's those, it's those fundamental pieces that allow us to build the inner strength that, that we can use to project that word, right? So, Absolutely. And once you learn those fundamentals, you can take that into anything. Right. That's the great part about it. Coolest shoot so far now that you, I know the first shoot's always kind of cool, but it's still nerve wracking, but what's yeah. a cool location you've hit so far? A lot of them have been local area shoots. Um, 
So Tacoma is really interesting because um, there's, you know, the industrial downtown part, which is a photographer's dream. There are so many side roads and streets that have amazing walls and doors and texture. And you kind of get that super industrial feel. Cool. But then there's a part that I guess, but yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, I mean, it's city, so. Right. But there's old architecture that you can play off of. Nice. Um, Some of my favorite shoots have been down in that area, just little hidey hole places that only the photographers know about. Right. But I also love nature. I love natural beauty. I love the water, uh, especially. That's why I live where I live. And so I love the fact that, you know, five, 10 minutes drive away, you could be in Point Defiance Park, which is one of the largest parks in the country. Oh, cool. And you can be just like my backdrop. You could be in the middle of the forest and have a different feel, a different composition, a different type of shoot than being right smack dab in the middle of the city. So I think there's so many photographers here because there's so much versatility in that aspect. Obviously, yeah. Kind of surprising because it's, I mean, it, it makes sense when you tell it that way, but you know, personally, yeah. I really think of Tacoma being the place to, to do shoots, but uh, yeah, obviously that's a... Uh, it really a is yeah. a dream. Um, <laughs> it's unfortunate though, because only like half of the year you can do really great shoots. The other half, you know, we are limited by our weather. Yeah. So it's kind of like being in Canada. Things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cool. That's good to know. And awesome that you can keep developing that way. If you, I mean, obviously going to run into some more photographers, work with people that you like working with and that kind of thing too. So that's my plan. Yes. Have you, have you landed any paid work yet or is it? I did. I did. Four months in. Yes. (laughs) Four months in, I landed my first paid gig. It was a healthcare marketing gig. Now healthcare marketing. Cool. mm -hmm. Sometimes when you're in modeling and you're looking for paid work, especially up here, what you get. It, yeah, it is few and far between sometimes, sure. and you have to go with what you can get. But I was fortunate and grateful enough to get that experience. And there is no better feeling than walking off and you're just, you've got a check in your hand and you're like, wow, I actually got paid to do something I really, yeah. really love and take pictures. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was pretty funny though, because you know, we did some mock scenes basically of healthcare. And right. one of the scenes, the gal was getting ready to, you know, stick me and take my blood. And I had to sit there with a grin and a smile on my face. And I'm thinking there's no way in real life, yeah. the situation plays out like this. This is the wrong but, face. Eh? <laughs> yes, exactly. But I have to play the part. So cool. it was fun though. It was yeah. really fun. Was it like a, they had a set and stuff or do you go to the hospital or something? Or how it was they... in the actual hospital. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was for a brand new facility that's in um, Ray Harbor County, which is uh, a fair ways away from the city. But they wanted to do some promotional marketing um, for, you know, websites and things like that. And you have to have bodies there with them. So I actually did get to work with some of the actual nurses and staff at the hospital. And that was really fun, too. You got to pick their brains about what they do. Yeah, interesting time to be doing that, too. Kind of this post-COVID world, you know, I mean, the medical field is an right. interesting place i think adjusting back to reality too so yes it's definitely there's a new normal um being yes. established yeah. but i think the you know the remnants of the past few years is still is still there so can't get away from it for a little while yet i don't think anyway so 
weird times. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Somebody's starting out, getting into modeling, kind of, kind of like yourself. Maybe they're doing some other things that maybe are sort of related to that. Mm-hmm. Um, what would what would be some advice you give people up front? What like where should they start? They're just yeah, starting out. Absolutely, great question. So, as with anything, gain as much knowledge as you can. That's going to help you develop yourself. You can learn as you go. That is something that I actually re- do really well. Yeah. But not everybody learns that way. So, you know, adjust according to your learning style, but also be very aware and mindful of the people that you choose to trust and the people that you choose to be your mentors. One thing that really, really helps the learning process and to build connections is getting the right mentor, getting the right person, finding that person that sees something in you, that wants to invest in you. And that wants to help you grow. One of the most amazing parts of my community up here is everybody is so incredibly supportive and loving and really generous with each other. You know, there are those that aren't too, but they're few and far between. And so it's been an amazing community to break into because everybody wants everybody to succeed. Cool. And so it's amazing, actually. It is. It is. And so to new people, I would definitely, you know, be cautious, be aware, make sure that you go to shoots with friends or you meet in public places, especially the first couple of times you meet people, you know, protect yourself and be cautious because there are all kinds in this world. Not all of them are good, no. but the majority are, and the majority do want to help in any way they can, and they want to see you succeed. So just find those people, hold on to those people, treat them like gold because they are, and they will help you. They will, you know, and don't be afraid to ask for help. I think one of the reasons I was so successful in such a short period of time is I went into it with the attitude. I don't know anything and I'm here to learn. I didn't have an ego about it. Yeah. And I just thought, you know, I'm brand new. I'm at the mercy of these people, their knowledge and experience. I'm just going to try to benefit from it as much as I can and be grateful. You know, a lot of people were willing to help me because of that. Well, that's kind of a, trying to watch my words today is one of those days, but uh, the world's kind of a, we're getting into a culture of people not taking things as seriously. Right. And so when mentors pour into you, like you're talking about, I mean, what better way to honor them if, if no other way than to just do your best and show up and take that on kind of like you're doing. Right. Because I mean, if they're given their time. That's worth a, a whole bunch in, in the grand scheme of things. Plus, I mean, if you can give something back to them, what, what better way to, to say thanks. Right. So. Absolutely. Yes. And, you know, there are contrasting experiences in this world for a reason. Um, There are the people out there that are doing the things that maybe we shouldn't be doing just to give us that example. Yes. Um, And I've met photographers and worked with photographers that, you know, uh, after the experience, I go, okay, now I know what I wouldn't do. Right. And there's no judgment. It's just how do I want to go about things? How do I want to be portrayed? professionally that's another thing i would i would definitely encourage new people to think about is what kind of reputation do you want to have in this business right before you start because yeah. once you start that's exactly when you're building it thing about a photo is it doesn't disappear right so once you've oh, no it's forever it's forever <laughs> especially <laughs> when you put it out on the internet it's forever uh, you don't get that back no so. it's gone so yeah that's a really really strong piece of advice and uh, stepping out into this is it's it's a big deal to become a model i think because you become instantly a person of influence 
Uh, whether you think you are or not, some some part of the world you're influencing somebody, and and how do you want people to perceive you, and how do you want people to remember you, and maybe this is over, right? So, so absolutely. And when you think about it, those are big questions that you want to ask yourself. You know, those are identity questions. Those are value Huge. questions. Those are you know, how do I want to be remembered? Questions. Yeah. Um, I think that we get stuck in the superficial side of this business sometimes that we forget, you know, this is ourselves and our brand that we're projecting. Yes. And being conscious and mindful of that just adds a different layer to it. I know that I got a lot of respect right off the bat because I thought about those things and I projected those things very, very clearly. Right. And I had, I had certain boundaries. What, uh, little insight into Jessica's mind and thought when you got started in this, uh, where did you envision yourself and the kind of images that you wanted to project? What was your initial thought? So for me, I just wanted, it was really about proving to myself that I could do it, but also proving, maybe proving isn't the right word, but uh, projecting mm. confidence, self-love, mm. self-respect, all of the things that I had learned and cultivated during in the last few years of working right. myself. I wanted yeah. to take all of that and just project it into an attitude, into an image, into encompassing who I am, basically. And I think each and every single model does that with their work. Yes. It, yeah. it is very, very personal because it is you. Yeah. And we try to project a certain image, of course, especially when we're being paid to. Sure, exactly. But how you go conducting about yourself in between shots, how you do go conducting yourself, you know, in correspondence and in dealing with people in the industry, you know, when the camera's not out, that's going to say a lot about you too. And those are definitely things that I don't think a lot of models really think about until, until they suffer the consequences. <laughs> yeah, and that's too late. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, oh, 100%. That, that kind of leaves us a little bit in the segue because we kind of like to touch on the mental health sure. stuff a little bit when we get into sure. that. But self-love, you talked in the beginning, you know, you were 230 pounds and so you were a little overweight from probably where you'd like to be. And you decided to go down this journey of, I don't know, the word renewal keeps coming to my mind for Jessica. And so, so you know, going through this stage of, of reimagining yourself and that sort of thing. And uh, do, you, do you remember the low point or what it was that made you decide to change that or? Yeah, sure. And um, I'm going to warn you, it's going to be deep and real here. Um, That's what we're so, all about. So give her. Okay. <laughs> um, during COVID, uh, I had a series of hardships that landed me basically facing homelessness. Oh my. And it doesn't get any more real than that, unfortunately. But it was very, very necessary for me to really stop and take a good look at myself and my choices and what I was doing. And it's a great opportunity for you to look at it and go, okay, I'm going in this certain direction right now. And I really don't like where I'm headed. Not good. Not a good place. <laughs> yeah. I can, I can see it all appearing and manifesting in front of me. Right. This is an amazing opportunity for me to pivot. This is yep. an amazing opportunity for me to change and yep. to really dig deep inside myself and see where do I want to be? What do mm. I want to do? Where do I want to go from here? And what's interesting for me is that I had envisioned myself in my mind modeling years before I did it cool. as I was going through the process. I didn't know that it was going to take me there. Right. Right. Sometimes you don't know until you get to the other side of it. But, yes. you know, in focusing on my mental health and focusing on my physical health 
focusing on my fitness. Yep. All of those things brought me to a place where I could do it, where I could try it. And um, that's just, that's, that's my journey. And I hope that somewhere, somehow it inspires other people to do the same for themselves because everybody sure. deserves it. When you were kind of in that position where homelessness was creeping in, so was it kind of a job loss situation with COVID or was it, you know, some other fictions or sometimes things that get us in those kind of scenarios and like, did somebody come up to you and slap you inside the face or did you just look at the bills one day and be like, I'm not going to have a home to be in anymore? Or? So for me, it was, it was a very fast, rapid um, totality of a lot of different circumstances. I being a licensed esthetician, it was very difficult during COVID. We couldn't do services. Right. All of our salons and, and spas were shutting down. Yeah. Um, basically you couldn't, if you were in the service industry, you couldn't touch people, you couldn't yeah. make money. And there's no type of unemployment. There's no type of security relief, anything that was mm. available to workers like us. Well, so I lived off of Instacart for a while. Oh, it's well. sometimes you do what you have to do. That's um, but I also, you know, had a lot of mental health issues when I was younger. I mm. was on several different medications at the time. Um, that I probably shouldn't have been on. Right. I also um, went through a series of events, unfortunately, one being attacked in a domestic violence incident. Oh my. Sorry so that. there were there were compounding circumstances yes. that brought me to that place. Unfortunately, that's how life happens sometimes. It will take you on that dark path. It does. In order to get you to a place where you are open and willing to go, okay. Not doing this now. Yeah. Where do I go from here? <laughs> Yeah, because I'm not going back there. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like that. I'm no good. No, yeah. <laughs> exactly. What do I do different now? Yeah, and that's um, that's what I started to focus on, and that's when things really, really rapidly changed for me. Okay, what would have been for somebody else that's kind of feeling like they're at a dead end in their life, and they're like, I don't know where to go. What What's the first step that you would take or that you took that? It's so so difficult, but 100%. the very very first piece that you absolutely have to do is you have to take accountability. Mm. and you have Ick. to look in i know right <laughs> that's not fun that doesn't feel good no oh, you mean talking I, modeling yeah you mean i did this to myself oh yeah. i know but if you are going to talk about mental health at the very very heart of it we are all accountable yes. for our, our choices we are all accountable for our own stuff you well know yeah and it's hard but it's true it's so hard. <laughs> it's so hard. And it's not, it's not the advice I want to give because nope. people want to hear about the puppies and rainbows and unicorns. Yeah. The fact of the matter is, is that very first critical piece is you got to go mm. look in the mirror and you go, you, you know, Taylor Swift has a beautiful song that says, hi, I'm the problem. It's me. Yeah. And we, we all do it. We all do that to ourselves to some degree. Sure. And so that's got to be the first critical piece. The second critical piece is I am open and willing to change it. Yeah. And then the other hard part, you have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> you have to take the steps the to worst. do it. Oh. I know. Seriously, <laughs> it is the worst. But What's you get to that? a certain point where you get addicted to it. Yeah. You get addicted to the results of the growth. Yeah. And that's the best part for me. Absolutely. That's what I hold on to. I, uh, personally, I don't like working out. It's not my thing. Really? But, yeah. Shocking? 
who knew eh? wow <laughs> i actually do i actually do i enjoy the punishment but well that's just being a personal me. training I, I would hope but the, the one thing about it when i started to get a little more consistent was it i was like i like the results right yes. because the workout mm-hmm. sucks but i always feel better and generally you look better somehow somewhere right and, and so that yeah. that's really the key piece right and and so I'm, I'm guessing that's probably part of your journey out of that too is to say hey, i'm going to go work on those areas of my life as well right so well one of the amazing benefits of exercise is not just you know looking great and looking good in a bikini or any clothes you put on that's that's a side bonus absolutely but one of the key benefits is that it is so good for your brain Mm. actually contracting your muscles will release proteins that activate in your brain and it will provide instant antidepressant mental health benefits that cannot be beat. They cannot be bought. It's just no, no drug outside is going to touch something like that. Our bodies were beautifully, beautifully made to heal themselves and to be a holistic system. When you give it the proper movement, when you give it the proper nutrition and you give it the proper care. And it's amazing that you can create these own chemicals within you that you know, they just make you feel good and they make you have energy and they make you want to go out and conquer the world. Yeah. And sometimes you got to slog through a workout to get there, but it's so <sighs> worth it. I know, I know it just, it's the worst, but sure. um, there's amazing, amazing benefits to it than just looking amazing. Absolutely. That is a side benefit though. Yep. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's kind of that thing where it's, uh, you know, it's choose your heart, right? Do you want hard later where you're overweight you don't look good and you're dying faster than you should or do the workout and reap the benefits right so yes i love that that's one of my big mantras is choose your heart Mm. so it's a good one what are uh now that jessica's gone through a lot of stuff and built developed and grown uh, what what are some kind of your daily habits that you do now to stay up or Mm -hmm. in a better frame one of the things that i've learned through this journey is looking at habits because mm. habits, um, daily consistent habits are what makes or breaks your life. Sure. They add up to very big things. So yeah. I had to really look at what I was doing to myself on a daily basis, what I was putting into my body, what it was doing to me, and then go, is this constructive or destructive? How hard was that? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Again, it's looking in that mirror and going, you're doing this to yourself. It right. is really, really, really tough. Um mm. I still have to say my last vice is sugar and I, uh, I can't seem to kick it. Um, but you know, I guess there are worse things. Um, worse. Moderation, right? Exactly. I, tr- I do try to limit my ice cream and cupcake intakes now. That's um, admirable. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Um, <laughs> it won't go away completely. I'm sure, but sure. we all have to have at least one vice, right? That's right. What do you do with your, students the people that you train what are some mm-hmm. ways when they come to you how do you kind of get them out of those states and thinking differently about food and that's right way? yeah that's a great question one of my approaches with my clients is um, self-love and acceptance hmm. if we use tactics like shame and guilt and things like that it's just i have found that s- sustainable change is not possible with those with those feelings and those agree. tactics So I try to tell my clients, you know, it's okay that you're doing this. 
It's okay that this has become a habit for you. It's okay that this is what you learned along the way. Now that you're aware of it, now that you know better, what's the choice that you want to make for yourself? Because at that point, that's when you add the accountability and culpability in for them. And at some point, you know, some clients aren't ready yet. They'll go, okay, I know what's good for me. I know that I need to change this. I am still going to smoke cigarettes or I'm still going to, you know, sit around all day and, and not do the things that I need to do for myself. And I'm making that conscious choice. And at that point I say, okay, you're not ready. I'm not going to shame you. I'm not going to guilt trip you. Right. I'm just going to be here when you are. Yeah. For my other clients that have the epiphany, they have that aha moment of, okay, nothing's going to change unless I do. That's at that point where I go, okay, let's look at these habits. Let's look at where you are now and where you want to be. And then the small little incremental steps that you need to take to get there Mm. because it's not in one big leap. Right. One thing that we all think of when we think of change is that they're drastic. Yes. They're big. And actually that's, it's the opposite of three days yeah. right <laughs> yeah. and then you lose the willpower and it's like oh, exactly no i'm gonna go right. back to that yeah but one of my favorite books of all time is atomic habits by james mm. clear and yeah. it's a great reminder that sustainable change happens in small little tiny increments yes and that for me is what i did for myself when i built my own program when i decided, you know, I'm going to completely change my diet. I'm going to completely change my, my morning routine. Yeah. I'm going to com- completely change my movement routine. It was all in small steps. That's why it took years. Right. And I like to remind my clients too, it's not going to happen overnight. A tree doesn't grow overnight. It grows over decades sometimes. That's right. And that's okay. It, it eventually gets there and it eventually turns into this beautiful grand thing that it's supposed to be. Yes. And so I think the biggest difference with me and my clients is I, I work a lot on mindset. I work a lot on the self-love and self-acceptance piece because you have to accept yourself in any part of this process. Right. You have to accept that I'm not perfect at this right now mm-hmm. and that's okay. And I'm a human being and I'm learning and that feels so much better than, wow, you ate that and you weren't supposed to come on. You know what? Yeah, ready. Yeah. yeah. What's what's <laughs> yeah. gonna feel better to a client? That's right. So yeah. I have that, you know, that consciousness, that awareness of there's a human being in front of me. How would I want to be treated in this situation? So is that how, or how did Jessica come to a place where she learned to love herself more? <laughs> I'm still learning. By the cool. way, it's a never-ending process. Um, For sure. But Definitely one of the key things I learned in mind shifting and mindset shifting is um, you can either focus on the negatives or you can focus on the positives and whatever you focus on, it's going to, it's going to grow from there. Right. Yeah. I think a lot of us that are well-versed in in this, you know, understand very, very well and very, very clearly that your mind will grow and pontificate on whatever you focus on. And so if that's going to be the negative aspects of yourself, if that's going to be the things you don't like about yourself, that's where your focus is going to stay. Right. And the biggest, most difficult piece, and I still struggle with it, I will admit, um, the biggest piece 
is that you got to focus on those things you love about yourself, the things that bring you happiness, bring you joy, bring you fulfillment, bring you satisfaction within yourself, even if it's just one thing, which there are many. And then I also had to learn (laughs) to listen to the people around me that really Mm. love me and care about me because we all have this skewed idea of ourselves, the skewed vision of ourselves and our flaws. And I had to take a step back and go, you know what? They see something that I don't. They're outside of me. Maybe I should listen. Maybe I should pay attention to those things and really take those in and not just go, eh, whatever. You're just blowing smoke. (laughs) I'm trying to make you feel better. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, that's good. That's really awesome. And uh, I can't say that much better because the people around you, man, sometimes we just don't see the the dirt that we're in, right? You know, and and they can see the diamond sometimes, right? And that's that's really hard. So, So Absolutely. But that's why... Human beings were meant to live in community. <laughs> yep. we're, we're meant to live, you know, yep. in relationship to each other because we're primates. Essentially, yep. that's that's how we learn and that's how we grow. Yeah, so. the bush is nice, but it's good to get out and see some people too, right? So exactly, yeah. yeah. It's just some of us who are really stubborn take a long time to uh, realize that they have a lot of wisdom that sure. maybe should pay attention to. So yep. that was. That was my learning lesson. <laughs> Very cool. I like that. What about the next uh, couple of years, five years for Jessica? What are the, the plans now that you're on this renewal journey here? So, Yeah, that's exciting to think about. Um, yeah. So I do love the modeling aspect. I want to keep going with that. But that's not, that, thanks. That's not going to be my total main focus. Yep. I did gain the experience that I wanted. I, you know, got into the creative world and made a lot of connections What I really want to do, um, I have several different dreams for myself. One of them is um, actually creating an online business for myself that that frees me up, frees up my time to do the things I really, really, really want to do and are passionate about. Yes. And one of my dreams is to have a female, all female rock cover band that I think will do really, really well in the Seattle area. Yeah. What do you play? And I um, I'm on vocals, but I actually started uh, teaching myself how to play guitar as well this year. Good for you. And my roommate is a drummer, so I'm hoping that that will happen sometime nice. as well. Um, Good. Because I just lo- I love music. It's been a very big part of my life. Amazing um, thing. And then um, I also have a movie idea for a script that I would love to see come to life, even if it's not made. Actually writing it would be an amazing accomplishment for me. I have sure. a story that I think people would really, really dig. And so nice. those are two of the many things that I would love to bring into fruition over the next few years. So. We look forward to seeing that because keep pursuing it. They're going to keep happening too, right? So exactly. awesome. How do people, uh, how do people get a hold of you if they want to follow along for the rock band or watch yeah. for the movie, yeah. watch the modeling? Um, so I am both on Instagram and Facebook. Good. Instagram handle is at Jessica, J-E-S-S-I-C-A underscore L underscore read, R-E-E-D. Nice. And then I can be found on Facebook under my name, Jessica Reed. I'm sure you'll get some, some connections there somewhere, whether it's photographers local or other models to support. That's a big piece, right? So I hope so. Connections. Yes, absolutely. I welcome anybody. I love connecting with the community. So nice. 
final thought. It's my favorite one. If Instagram blows up overnight and you're modeling, it was completely viral. You have a million followers. What's something that everybody needs to hear from Jessica? Oh, wow. That's a crazy thought. Um, Just wait for it. <laughs> right? Wow. You know, I would love to use that platform to give back in some way. Mm. Because I think that celebrities have an amazing, amazing opportunity to use their clout, to use their voice, to use their story and their influence sure. for good. Yep. And so if that were to happen to me, I guarantee you I would be doing something for the community, something for people that need help, that want to be helped. And I would be using the art industry um, to be doing that. So that would be... <laughs> That would be an amazing dream realized for sure. Yeah. Something else to watch for as everything unfolds for you there. So exactly. Well, we do appreciate your time again, Jessica, and jumping on here and you were moving, as you said in the beginning. So <laughs> I know it's uh, stressful to be. It is. <laughs> I hate moving. I hate moving. I know. <laughs> I know. It's one of those things, right? But yeah. gotta I do just, what you gotta do. I really do appreciate being here and taking the time out. So sure. thank you. Awesome. Well, we'll catch up with you down the road. And uh, yeah, I guess take care for tonight. So Sounds awesome. Thank you, Ben. Hey there. Really appreciate you joining the Influencer Insights podcast today. If you've enjoyed this episode, I just would ask that you share it with a friend and give the video a like or the podcast rating, whether you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite other player anywhere else. That really helps us share the message and grow this community as well. So thanks for that. Take care. Have a great day.